Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 63, which we are recording on Friday, May 30th, and we are sitting on Westcliff Drive in Santa Cruz in the 80-something degree heat in the car. So warning now, the windows are cracked and you will hear some air from the cars around us and there is a bit of a breeze outside, but we had to take advantage of the beautiful afternoon and we weren't willing to suffocate in a hot car so we had to crack the windows it's really beautiful out we've seen here come some pelicans right now we're facing the water and there's a huge flock of what we have identified as different types of seagulls and possibly cormorants out there diving there must be sardines yeah like a school of sardines going by something it's a very concentrated flock of birds immense flock of birds but very concentrated yes all diving and eating and they're kind of moving down the coast as whatever that whatever they're feasting on is moving with the flow of the ocean so so hopefully we'll have a dolphin or whale sighting for you as well (laughs) but we have not introduced ourselves i'm gail and i'm charlene and i did want to apologize right off the bat for the audio in our last episode the interview with wendy bernard charlene and i had both listened to it on our computers with our earbuds and both of us noticed a disparity in the volumes but not that distinct so i think different devices it had a much more a much bigger range range, in in volumes and I'm so sorry so if you stuck with it and tried it on a different device thank you very much and if you gave up I understand and next time we do a recording via Skype I will be much more careful about the volume on the audio tracks so lesson learned she says as a motorcycle motorcycle goes goes by (laughs) there will be a little background noise today but anyways what are you wearing I took it off just about five minutes ago because it got very hot in the car but today I was wearing my spring showers sweater uh, designed by Hohi Locatelli that I knit in Malabrigo Arroyo yarn in the color Jupiter I knit this sweater two years ago I can't believe it's been two years I know, it's crazy I know and this sweater the the bottom of the sweater the skirt of the sweater if you will call it that is knit vertically it's knit up and down with wedges of short rows these little triangular wedges that give the skirt a little flounce to it it's really cute and it's it's very cute very sweet and mine is just it's it's long it's longer than my waist almost not quite tunic length but um down past your bottom not quite tunic length but past my waist and yeah i'm trying to imagine what you just looked like when you had it on and I don't think I saw you from the back. It doesn't go all the way past my bottom but mm, partial. Down below the waist. Down lower hip at least. Okay. But it's very cute. I love the color. It's pinks. Dark pinks. Going into a almost a dark maroon. Yeah. That's what I would say too. Very tonal. Beautiful range of pinks. Yeah. Lots of different shades in there yeah, it's, it's very gorgeous nice. one of my favorite sweaters and I actually did not wear it a lot last summer for some reason I was telling people at the store this morning that last summer was kind of an odd year for sweaters for me because I didn't wear a lot of my usual summer sweaters because it was so warm during the summer 
and I did not wear a lot of my winter sweaters during at least the end of the year and beginning of this year winter because it was unusually warm here yeah it has not been a year conducive to wearing your hand knits yeah, in exactly. Santa Cruz, California. It's been a little bit on the warmer well, than just, usual side. Yeah, just it, it's just kind of thrown off what I usually wear because I was able to wear a lot of my lighter knits during our winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So how about you? What are you wearing? I am wearing my new Vitamin D by Heardy. Heidi Kiermeyer. <laughs> Heidi Kiermeyer. I have been speaking like that since I went on my run at 6.15 this morning. I got out of my car speaking in gibberish. So please, please excuse me if I say something that doesn't make sense. But I just finished my vitamin D about a week and a half ago, probably. And after I blocked it, I think I've worn it just about every time I've left the house since then because it matches everything. I used Madeline Tosh's Feather Base, which is very sim- similar to Tosh Merino Light, but it has 10% Angora in it. And luckily it didn't Angora? make me itch. I'm sorry. I See, I told alpaca. you my, my words. It is <laughs> alpaca. It's not Angora. Oh goodness, it's going to be one of those days. Sorry, everybody. 10% alpaca. That didn't make me itch. And I used the Neon Crush colorway, which is basically a white slash very, very light pink base with splashes of every single neon color that Madeline Tosh dyes. So purples and yellows and greens and oranges and pinks and I just love it as I was knitting it I was worried that oh my gosh this might be too bright even for me to wear out in public and it's seriously not I walked into the yarn store to meet Charlene this afternoon and everybody loved it so I highly recommend this (laughs) this colorway it's really really magical I think it's great I love it it's a very happy color oh my gosh you cannot look at this sweater and not smile I don't think unless you're a Grinch then maybe you could (laughs) so really enjoyed knitting it as well it was my first successful Heidi Kiermeyer pattern I did try to knit buttercup and that one just didn't look good on me so this one I was successful I knit the whole thing modified it by eliminating one set of the short rows because I didn't want it to be too long it basically kind of scallops so it's longer in the back and the front has drapey fronts and the back just hits my lower hip area I would say so it's perfect length for me I'm really glad I eliminated that one set of short rows and I also didn't pick up my wraps so in the short rows you typically wrap and turn and when you come back to that wrap and turn you pick up the wrapped stitch and knit it with the stitch on the needle And I I didn't do it because I thought it looked really cool the way the Neon Crush colorway kind of gave it a delineation where the short rows were. So I didn't pick them up and I really like it. I normally would think, oh, that's so sloppy to not pick up your stitches, Mm -hmm. but but I really like it. So those were my two modifications. And other than that, I knit it to the pattern and it has beautiful increases that are, they are radial increases. You knit it from the top down radial increases that she does as eyelets and they're beautiful they don't show very much in this yarn because this yarn is so can it's I wouldn't even call it variegated so much it's just pops of color so it kind of hides those eyelets but I'm okay with that they would be stunning in a more tonal or solid color because you would really see them very well but uh, it definitely is one of the 
advantages or nice design elements in this pattern. So I highly recommend the pattern. It was a very simple knit. It did get a little bit tedious with the short rows, but I was having so much fun with the yarn color that that didn't bother me at all. So I highly recommend the pattern. And like I said, the color of Neon Crush by Madeline Tosh. <laughs> so that's what, well, I was wearing that until a few minutes ago. I too took my sweater off because of the heat, but that's what's in the back of the car. <laughs> so... All right, and what have you been stocking since? We have a lot of catch up to do because I our know. last episode we was an interview. We haven't had a regular episode in a month. Yeah. So we do have a lot of catch up, although I haven't been doing a lot of knitting, so I don't have that much catch up. <laughs> <laughs> but stocking wise, I am stocking a new sweater by Suvi Simola called Outlined. And as of right now, there are only 12 projects on Ravelry, so there's not a lot to stock yet. But this sweater is somewhat of a boxy style sweater. Uh, boxy referring to the sweater of that title by Hoi Locatelli. This one is a little asymmetrical in the hem. The front is a little bit higher than the back. It's got the sleeves that come off of the side of the sweater in one piece. But the interesting thing is that it uses a contrasting color along the seams for seams that are on the outside of the sweater, which are really cute because they're done in a contrasting color. So it gives it an outlined look. Outlined, yes. So that that's the name of the pattern. Yeah, and it's really cute. They've got the hems are of the sleeves and the sweater itself are done in the contrast color. Very nice, oversized, knit in a DK white yarn. So I may even have something in stash. Nice. We'll have to see. Very nice. <laughs> it's just, do I really want to make a sweater in that style right now? I'm not sure I yeah. need a, a, a DK weight pullover right now. It's the I, DK that's throwing me on yeah. that one. That just seems way too warm for yeah. right now for that yeah. type of style of sweater. Yeah. But but it's I really could, cute. I could knit it and be ready for fall. That's true. <laughs> Colors of fall knit along. Yep. The second thing I am stocking is a sweater by Vera Valamaki called Lady Charming, which is yet again another big oversized pullover. This one knit in worsted weight. So this one definitely, for sure, I will not be knitting this time of year. But I, I like this one. This one has cable detail down the front of the sweater and down the sleeves. Sorry for that loud truck. Yeah. Crate and barrel on Westcliff Drive. How silly is that? Delivery? I guess. <laughs> But this sweater is very nice, very cute. It, it also has that asymmetrical hem. The back is a couple inches lower than the front, but instead of a continuation, kind of a continuation of one hem, this one has the V cut out on the side, and then the back is just going down longer than the front. That style is very popular right now with it the is. longer in the back. It is, and why am I drawn to these I pullovers when it is 80 degrees out? <laughs> Because we're knitters, that's why. Ah. And the last one is more of a sweater that I could comfortably wear this time of year. It is a open front short sleeve cardigan called Rombi 
by Terry Crews. Ooh. And this sweater, I don't know if you remember the Tammy first time it. we met Tammy yep. from, from Candy, Candy Skein, Skein Yarn. Yarn was at Stitches, not this year, so 2013. 13. And I and walked past her in line. She was wearing hers, and I have loved this pattern ever since. I remember I wrote down the name of yep. it, and I still have the name written down. In, I think I wrote it, put a, a note in my phone, and I still have it there. And I don't know why I haven't knit it yet. Because it's a every very time, cute little Yes, every time I sweater. see it, I really like it. And it's not a new pattern. The pattern is from July of 2011. It's knit in sport weight, and it's got these little faux cable twists down the fronts and around the collar. And I think that should probably move up in my queue and be something that I knit now. So, so maybe we'll an upcoming knit along? Maybe. <laughs> I keep dropping hints. That is actually how we met Tammy of Candy Skein in person because I was walking past her. She was in the line to get in and I stopped and said, that's a really beautiful sweater. <laughs> and I said, what pattern is that? And she turned around to tell us because I was looking at her from the back and lo and behold, it's Tammy from Candy Skein, who we had been looking forward to meeting at Stitches that year, and it just moved up the timeline of when we got to meet her, yeah. because there she was, and I was admiring the yarn and the sweater, and it is one of, I think she used her Juicy Sport, I want to say it was the Brain Freeze colorway, too, I don't know why that stuck in my huh. head. Yeah, I don't remember. So. I'm watching the little, I think that's a Phoebe. Yeah, there. Right there. There is a wide expanse of ice plant right in front of us with big bright yellow flowers and there are little birds flittering around in the ice plant in addition to the slowly traveling giant flock of seagulls <laughs> way out it's not way out it's like I don't know a couple football it's fields away yeah, yeah it's going further out and the, the sailboats are leaning over because it's so windy it's out there it's very so. windy today you can probably hear the wind yep and lots of white caps car. it's pretty crazy it's beautiful though so how about you, Gail? Those are my three things. What are you stocking? Okay, I'm only going to talk about four. I mean three, even though I'm stocking about 18 right now. <laughs> I swear, I go through these phases where I don't really stock anything, and then I'm stocking all the things yes. all the time. I do too. And actually, two of them are kind of summery. So the first one is called the Pinstriped Sweater Tee, and it's by Jen Joyce Designs. And it is a super cute short sleeve, basically cap sleeve, raglan top-down sweater that is knit in fingering weight yarn in thin little stripes and it's really cute and then it uses whichever color of the two you prefer for the collar the cuffs on the sleeves and the cuff on the or the ribbing on the body it's just a simple adorable little sweater and I PM'd the designer on Ravelry and asked her what the yardage requirements were for my size and she sent me the pattern she said this is one of my first designs and I wasn't very diligent about the yardage requirements mm -hmm. and I don't feel fair charging you for this so here it is and I said oh well if I knit it I will send you money for it and she said oh no 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 please just knit it and she had recently come out with I think it's called the candy striped tee which is similar but has a lace detail on it and just a super cute sweater so I'm thinking for several of the single skeins of sock weight yarn I have in my stash it would be a good pairing of some of those so I'm even thinking I have a skein of a gradient in teal that might look really pretty 
mm. a gradient as the stripe with a solid mm -hmm. might be really pretty. Nice. So anyway, that's item number one. Item number two is the Floral Opulence Tank. It's by the designer Rosalind Young, and it's actually from the newest Nitpicks catalog. It's their comfy collection. I think there were four, five, or six patterns in this collection, so you can buy it as an ebook collection or single patterns. And it's really, really pretty. It is a simple tank that has, it's not ribbing, but it has like every sixth stitch in the round is probably a pearl, so it looks like kind of wide ribbed, mm -hmm. hard to describe. And there is a beautiful floral lace pattern up at the collar and then down at the bottom of the tank. And I would love to knit that in a tunic length so that I could wear it oh. with short little leggings during yeah. the summer. It's really cute. And it's, the yarn it used is Comfy Sport, okay. Knit Picks Comfy Sport, which is 75% cotton, 25% acrylic, which made me think of Rowan Calmer. Mm -hmm. Rowan Calmer is worsted weight. So the yarn is very inexpensive. I've never tried it and I had a negative experience with Knit Picks 100% cotton yarn. One of my first ever cardigans that I knit with that stretched remarkably because it was cotton. So I'm kind of shying away from it, but yet I really am attracted to doing it too. <laughs> so you may see that in my near knitting future because it's just such an adorable little tank and oh, I'll have to look it up. it's super cute. And two other things I will have on the needle soon, probably Candelia by Cecily Glaudonald, which I've talked about in the past because that would be a perfect little summer sweater. Mm -hmm. And A Hint of Summer by Isabel Kramer. And Charlene and I often in the same knitting mental space, even though we don't know it's happening. <laughs> it is happening. This is similar to Hohe's boxy sweater. It's a positive ease, similar shape, but it is striped and it's knit with lace weight yarn, thus a hint of summer. So I've talked many times to Charlene about maybe knitting Hohe's Boxy in lace weight yarn because right. I just think it would be so light and delightful. And lo and behold, here's Isabel's pattern. And it's very similar, like I said, to Boxy. And I have two colors in stash that I think would be perfect together. I showed them to Charlene today and she gave her thumbs up too, which is always important to me. <laughs> so I'm going to swatch for that and see if those colors work together and if I can get gauge and that might be one of my next cast ons. Cool. So those are the things I'm stocking and I'm kind of giddy about it. You know, every once in a while you have things you're stocking and they're like, oh, oh, I can't wait to cast on. Oh, I'm kind of in that, that giddy stage. So I'm excited. So what's on the needles? What are you knitting now? I am knitting another pair of socks. Yay! I started, this time? I started a pair of Jaywalker socks, and I am knitting those in a crazy Zauber ball. Oh, cool. <laughs> color number... Oh, I saw those. You talked about those last podcast. Yeah. You had a little start of I one. had a little start, and um, called descriptive color number 1699. <laughs> That's right. That was all Charlene which colors. Which is all blues and purples. Yep. So, I color-wise, it's great. And I've knit the Jaywalkers many years ago. I think I've made three pairs. Wow. Previously. And in the past, I, or actually this time, I realized when I was, last time I picked them up, that I had not decreased enough for the foot because I was going to put an afterthought heel in. 
So I decreased, but I tried them on and it was just not enough. So I'm going to have to go back and rip out, it looks like an inch, an inch and a half maybe, and rip that back and add some more decreases for the foot because the Jaywalker stitch pattern, because the stitch pattern creates a fabric that's not very stretchy because it creates a little bit of biasing in two directions on the fabric. So it's not very stretchy. So consequently you knit it with more stitches around to go oh, around okay. your leg okay. than you would normally knit it so you need to decrease it for the foot and I just didn't decrease it enough so is the I pattern to... not carried through on the foot and thus you decrease the stitches or the pattern is carried through on the top of the foot okay and then the bottom of the foot is just plain stockinette and so it will still I'm sure somewhat. some yeah I'm okay. sure some people have done it plain foot um, but I was planning on doing the pattern on the top of the foot plain stockinette on the bottom so I just need to go back and rip those and that's why they've been put down for a little while <laughs> got it I, the fiddly I needed, bit I needed to put it down until I wasn't like mm, ripping it out because it's just the kind of thing I just need to pull out the needles and rip 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 but you're so. usually so zen about ripping things out I usually am but I had other things to knit too <laughs> no that can do it yep something more enticing and I just like I said I just haven't been knitting as much especially for the past week we took a car trip over memorial day weekend and that just took up so much time there was the getting ready for the trip there was the driving the actual trip itself and i didn't knit much while we were there because we were there we went to reno for an aau basketball tournament and there's just so much rushing around to go to this event, to go to that event. We have a couple games a day, and most of them were at the convention center, so we didn't have to go from venue to venue. But we had our club had a couple of teams, so we'd go to a couple of games. And just a lot of doing things, a lot of chatting with people. It was a very nice trip, actually. And I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm so happy you guys had fun. But it was so tiring. Anderson's so team took second place, so that's so huge. Exhausting. <laughs> yes, in their bracket. Yeah, you have to... Well, but that's all that matters, that in right? In their bracket, because there was so many teams there that they had to divide the teams into several brackets. That, there were hundreds of teams there and thousands so of crazy. kids. Yeah, and it was amazing. absolutely crazy. So you divide divide each age group into small groups and in their group. They did very well. Still, I'm completely impressed. Thank you. <laughs> and I can't believe you didn't knit in the car the whole way there and back. I would have been, I would have been like, oh, four hours, four I and a half get, hours of knitting time. I tend to get car sick in well. the car. And I had a lot... I had other things going on because my my phone, the SIM card in my phone died. Oh, that's and I was right. Trying to you deal had a phone with emergency. That. Had a phone emergency. We had to stop and find a phone store along the way. And, but <laughs> back to the knitting. Back to the knitting. <laughs> the second thing on my needles is my via Hente via Han via depending on yes <laughs> by Martina Bem. I've only put on a couple of rows. On that one so it has not been growing but I am into the lace portion of that Yay. I actually started it oh, about 20 grams more than I needed to and that's because I don't think I'm gonna make mine as long as the pattern originally calls for I think I'm gonna make mine 
a little bit shorter and I do have less yarn so I started my lace pattern a little bit sooner and if I do I'm going to try it on as I go and if I do want to make it longer I'm just going to make the lace pattern longer because I do like the lace pattern I do too I like it a lot yeah so that's my plan for that and then the third thing on the needles is a sample sweater that I am knitting for someone in the Quince and Company linen yarn called Kestrel. And I have not, I don't believe I have knit in linen yarn before. I did a little swatch in Quince's other linen yarn which is a lot finer. The Kestrel is a worsted weight. I think they call it Aaron. Aaron. I think weight. they call it Aaron yeah. on the website. And the other yarn that I swatched, I Sparrow. Sparrow. It's was really fine. They call and it fingering on their website. Yeah, that sounds right. And I didn't like knitting with the Sparrow as much, but the Kestrel is actually really nice. It's got a chained construction to it, so there are many strands. There's, I think it's a tube. A, knit, a, a little chained tube and it's also a flattened tube so it's a little bit like knit, knitting with a ribbon yarn but because of the construction it's not as flat as a linen as a ribbon yarn if that makes any sense I heard someone refer to it as ribbon yarn and I instantly thought novelty yarn and it's not novelty yarn at all no. I just for some reason to me ribbon yarn said ribbon novelty. yarns r ribbon yarns I think of as a novelty yarn yes in the sense that the the ribbon yarns that look like shiny yeah. ribbon that kind of thing but this, but is this not, one is not when right. I I just mean that it's kind of that flat construction yeah, I just wanted to clarify because yeah. looking at it, it does look like a ribbon yarn, but nothing like what my mental picture of a right, ribbon yarn is. Right. So. Yeah, I understand that. And I, I'm really liking knitting with this linen, which is a little bit of a surprise because over the years, I really gravitated more and more towards wool. I When I first started knitting, I knit with cotton quite a bit. I made hats, bibs, tops and uh, kitchen towels and I, I knit quite a bit with cotton and then I've just started over the years moving more and more towards wool. I liked the way my stitches look in wool and I like wool garments so I haven't branched out as much in the past few years but this linen is actually really nice to knit with. So it's good to expand my horizons a little, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I want to try. I've been stocking linen yarns and linen blends, and I actually got a skein of Shibui linen from a D-stash, mm -hmm. and I just don't like the texture. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to kind of bribe myself to knit with it just to experience it. But yeah. like you said, it's good to expand your horizons, yeah, and I, think I may so. fall in love with it. I think every yarn really has a place. Mm -hmm. There are so many things that you can make fabric for. Yes. And all these different fibers, you know, sometimes it doesn't feel good on your hands. Sometimes you don't want to, of course, you don't want to knit with anything that hurts, but it's kind of fun to try new yeah. things. Well, and there's such a preponderance of linen patterns coming out right now because one, it's summertime. Yeah. And two, I think that the, the newer Kestrel yarn has kind of evoked a, a, a linen craze mm. so I think that 
to me anyways, you know, stalking on Ravelry, it seems like there are more and more linen patterns coming out right now, Hmm. which encourages me to want to try it. So there I am. Yeah. Eventually I will. Yeah. I even think that it would make an interesting shawl because it wouldn't, it would add a little layer, but it wouldn't be as warm as wool, a summer layer. Because I have a shawl that I knit out of that sea cell and silk Mm -hmm. yarn. Handmaiden. Handmaiden, yes. And that is a really good summer layer. I find I pull that shawl out a lot in the summertime because it's it doesn't feel it doesn't have the fuzzy hot itchy oh, feel okay. to it it just when you put it on actually it it feels cool so it oh i like hearing nice that one. okay yeah so i'm gonna have to uh, <laughs> be checking that one out that one's a nice yarn to knit with in the summertime too so those are the three things I am working on. How about you? What are you working on? Well, speaking of expanding your horizons and such, in my hands right now is the Lysol tunic, spelled I-E, pardon me, L-I-E-S-L by Coco Knits. And it is one of the patterns that I fell in love with at Stitches this year in February. I tried it on in the Coco Knits booth. And it's an interesting bottom-up tunic length tank top basically and it has longer points on the sides of your thighs than in the front or the back of your body and it has little pouch pockets on the sides as well so flattering probably not but it's super comfortable and it's very fun really cute i wouldn't say it was flattering but it was definitely cute so well it wasn't unflattering at all yeah it just you know where the the pockets are placed if you have wider hips like I do it kind of accentuates that but I don't care because it's (laughs) it's all the the reason I'm expanding my horizons is because I'm knitting it in 100% cotton yarn and I had just a few moments ago said I had a bad experience with 100% cotton yarn with a sweater that I knit Mm -hmm. and here I am knitting a tunic (laughs) with it so one has to question my logic perhaps but I foresee this being something that I literally put in the washing machine and in the dryer. I think because, so. Because, you know, it'll snap back to shape yeah. and it's so light and it's so soft. And the yarn is Toluca Knits. And we saw it at the Knit Lab. Vogue That's right. Knit Lab? Or no, Interweave Knits. Interweave Knit Lab in San Mateo. Last September. Mm-hmm. And it's a fingering weight, 100% cotton yarn, and the base is called Coronado Fingering, and they also have a Coronado Lace. And this is the fingering, and it's in a beautiful gray color that's slightly tonal. And strangely enough, Charlene pulled out her test knit. It's the same exact color. She, it was weird. Once again, we're on so the same bizarre. knitting wavelength. I had no idea what color she was knitting. She knew I was knitting with my cotton yarn, but she but didn't know I what color it was. But I have seen it yeah. in six months or more. So very interesting once that again. That was very weird. We both pulled out the same exact color, color yarn. Yeah, very different projects, yarn. but the yes. same color. And let's see, what else is interesting about this? So you cast on a lot, a lot, a lot of stitches, and then you do a fun wider decrease on the sides. So it gives you a flared, uh, I don't know if flared's the right word, but the bottom is much fuller. Yeah, but the the bottom of the tunic is much fuller because you're decreasing steadily. A-line. A-line, there we go, thank you. And then I'm close to the point where I'm gonna separate for the fronts and the back. I think I'm supposed to knit until it's like 20 inches from the underarm. And I stretch it a little bit when I measure it because it's cotton and it will stretch. 
but it's super, super cute. It's a boring knit. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's definitely boring. It's around and around and around, but I'm enjoying working with the cotton. It's not hurting my hands. And so far I'm really pleased with it. So provided that it doesn't stretch out to be down to my ankles, yeah. I will be happy with this knit. So yeah. that's the first thing I'm knitting. The second thing I cast on for my Viagent, whatever you call it as well. So I think Charlene and I both are using Miss Babs Kilimanjaro. Oh, thank you. I forgot which, to mention that. Yeah, it's her. It's a newer base and it is 100% BFL, Blue Face Luster, in a lace weight. And I'm using the colorway called Prince, which is a very light gray with specks of different blues especially a bright blue and purple so think purple rain thus yeah. prince i think that's where the name probably came from and i started this oh gosh about a week and a half ago maybe and i've done it's joined in the round so you start knitting flat in garter stitch until you join in the round and then you just do stockinette and it's really pretty i really like the colors in it i'm a little bit nervous about wearing this as a this garment covers a very large percent of your body and it's a pretty busy yarn and I don't normally use yarns that are this busy so as I've been knitting it I've been thinking to myself I sure hope you're gonna wear that <laughs> but there's different ways to wear it you don't have to wear it poncho, as a as around, a poncho your whole body. around your whole body you can wear it bunched up as a cowl too. yeah but I don't want to I want to wear it in the style in which it was intended mm. but we'll see yeah we'll see but i do love the way it's looking right now it's just how will it look spread out <laughs> over my body we'll see and the third thing this is going to be a very long-term project i cast on for another log cabin or it's titled learn to knit a log cabin blanket by stacy perry it's the same pattern i used for my friend's baby blanket and I'm using my scraps of fingering weight yarn mm -hmm. to knit it. I have a lot of scraps of fingering weight yarn. I have a whole giant shoe box full of them, plus other bits and bobs floating around my yarn stash closet. So I started one this weekend and I used different scraps and it's so, so, so pretty. So fingering weight yarn, it's gonna take forever to knit it. And I, I already am like three stripes into the first square and oh, I don't have a fourth color. I need a fourth color to match this. So that's one, that one is stalled until yeah. someday I have right. the right color to but add to it. That's kind of a neat thing to have in process to yeah. use all your scraps for. Yeah, I'm pleased. I really am. It was funny. I was debating what to cast on the other night and I was texting with my non-knitting friend and she said, the happy blanket, the happy blanket. So there it went on with the bright, happy leftover colors. So those were both knitting three things and those were my three. So what have you finished since the last episode or since the episode before that? Since we didn't talk about what have we, we didn't finished talk last about, episode. Yes, so I have knit a second pair of Afterthought heel socks. Yay! I, these I knit in a yarn from Lorna's Laces called Soulmate. And Soulmate is the yarn that has the Outlast fiber in it. And we have mentioned this before on the show, but the Outlast fiber is in it has a function that's supposed to keep you cooler when you're warm and warmer when you're too cool. It draws heat away or retains heat to the body. Not sure how that works, but, but <laughs> I did look that up. I mentioned when the last time you mentioned the yarn, I said something about NASA uses it. Mm -hmm. It's true. NASA oh, okay. and other places use the Outlast material for the same, you know, uh, 
the word just escaped me, the same qualities of retaining heat or dispersing heat. Regulating. Regulating. (laughs) So I haven't been able to wear those socks yet, even though I'm very curious how they're going to function and if if I'm going to tell any difference at all if if I don't no loss I'm just curious I the yarn came to me from a friend who purchased it and she started socks and she did not like the way the colorway looked because the it was very muddy she was attempting to do a cable in the sock and it was very muddy you couldn't see anything so I just did a plain stockinette sock and I love the socks very and happy. isn't that particular friend in Italy right now? She is. She I comes have been home in two days. following her Instagram <laughs> posts, and oh, I've been drooling with jealousy. Yeah. Side note. Yeah. Looks <laughs> she's like a she's beautiful a photographer, but she's a fantastic photographer, and her pictures always make me smile. Yeah. And then they've been making me smile Italian style. Yeah. <laughs> and that is actually the only knitting thing that I've finished. So I'm just going to mention that I have started washing and putting away the winter sweaters because I had them all I had a lot of them still sitting out as I mentioned previously I actually didn't wear a lot of different sweaters this year we had about five days when it when we had actual freeze and that was it the rest of the time for winter we we did have some cold weather but not actual freezing temps not like a winter cold yeah yeah and so I did wear a lot of sweaters but not all of my sweaters not my and not a lot of sweaters that I often wear as I mentioned also previously I was tending to wear a lot of the lighter sweaters instead of the really heavyweight sweaters so I I have a few that I'm washing now and I'm gonna put them away and as I'm doing that, I'm also trying to cull sweaters. That's the oh, good for you. third thing that I'm, I've finished. I did take some sweaters to the knitting store a couple weeks ago and gave them away. Sent good for them, you. Sent them on to other homes. Good for you. I always feel sad at first when I do that, mm-hmm. and then I'm grateful that I did it later once that, you know, that emotional tie yeah. to my knitting has been severed. Yeah. So apologize for that the couple loud motorcycles that have cruised by yeah. lately i keep watching the sound peak on the audio recording too. and i cringe, cringe. yeah mm-hmm. charlene and i both are cringing every time <laughs> so you know we're aware of it so sorry but um, i needed I, to do that i needed to purge i've made so many sweaters in the past few years and i really cannot keep them all and i really cannot wear them all yeah so it's fine to send them on to other homes where they will be used loved or repurposed any of the above is fine with me (laughs) well i realized i was looking at my closet thinking i have to do the same thing i have to start pulling the winter sweaters out that were never worn Mm -hmm. and i was thinking to myself i did that big wash and block and put them all away last year Mm -hmm. too and I thought to myself I haven't even worn some of these Mm -hmm. I took them all out in preparation to be worn and I didn't wear them that's what happened to me this year too so I'm just going to put those back into the storage bag without washing them exactly that's what happened to me too I didn't some of them never even got taken out yeah I, I have a lot of sweaters that never got taken out from the two years ago when I did the major washing when I washed almost every sweater yeah and I did that same thing last summer and it was so disappointing too because some of those sweaters I haven't worn yet because Mm -hmm. I knit them towards the end of last winter and then it got warm pretty quickly so like my Valerie 
cabled hoodie. I've never worn that oh. ever. I've never worn it. It's always been too warm to wear it. Wow. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that is. Because it's a beautiful sweater. It is. With that one little yeah. cable gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one little tiny cable crossed the wrong way. Oops. Yeah. So, yeah. So, finishing, that's that's the only thing I've done. How about you? Oh, I've finished so many things, so I'll do it quickly. <laughs> so, things that I finished before what I would have talked about last episode, the vitamin D, which I've already spoken about. The Secrecy Sweater by Hannah Masijueska, which was super fun to knit. Little cropped cardigan. I spoke about it on several episodes when I was actually knitting it. I used two strands of Madeline Tosh Prairie held doubled, and it gave the most beautiful, soft, happy fabric. It's fantastic. I really like the sweater. It's a pretty simple sweater, top down, set in sleeves, and, or is it contiguous? It might be contiguous. I'm sorry, I don't remember. And there's an, a pretty little lace detail along the front where it would be a button band, but it's not buttoned. And then an I-cord bind off. And there's a beautiful little lace insert in the middle back. And it's really cute. And it works with a lot of my wardrobe because it's just a little crop sweater that has, I put hooks and eyes the whole length of the front of the sweater, but I think I'm probably only going to wear it fastened at the top. It's just most likely, I think. And I really liked it. There goes another loud motorcycle. Apparently, this is the day to be motorcycle riding. <laughs> it's a nice day. I finished the Fairy Snowcap, which is by Romy Hill or Rosemary Hill. That's from her Great Ottomans collection, which is a pretty cool pattern book that she's putting together throughout the year. You can either buy the whole book or individual patterns. And it was a very nice hat, very fun knit. And I used Unwind Yarns, Erin. Voyage Erin is the name of the base in the peacock colorway, and that was a fun knit. That I actually am knitting that to be a running hat in the winter. And this morning it was so cold when I went running, I wore a different one of my wool hats. I keep a hat, mitts, and a scarf or shawl in my glove box all the time. So if I'm ever out and about and I get cold, I can wear it. Yeah. I pulled that hat out in a hot second this morning. It's like it is cold outside. I am not going to freeze to death this morning. <laughs> so I'm. I'm embracing wearing my wool hats. They can be washed. It's not going to kill them to right, sweat on them, right? right? And a couple other fun things that I finished. Tea toters. It's a free pattern by Julie Tarsha. It calls for worsted weight scraps. And I did not measure how much yarn I used, but I had a very small bit of my Miss Babs Yowza left over from my brickless. And I knit two of these little tea toters, and I still have yarn left over. You basically knit a rectangle with a pointed edge at the top that's where you start so it's like an envelope and you seam the sides together and you sew on a little button and it closes and it's just the size oh, to hold tea bags i think i have seen that pattern before they're really think, cute yeah i think that pattern has been in and out of my queue and i think it's in my favorites right now it's i highly recommend it it was about an hour to knit maybe i knit two of them that's in one a fun evening. little gift idea exactly that's why i did it i have two people who i'm gifting those to and i see more of those in my future it's just mm -hmm. a perfect little nice little gift to give to someone that's you've made the gesture you've hand knit something yet you haven't invested a mm -hmm. ton of time right and that's end of the year good idea for teacher gifts exactly <laughs> teachers and babysitters and yeah. personal trainers at the gym or gym teachers or you know whatever you happen to do book club monitors yeah. <laughs> you know it's a perfect little gift for someone that you don't you want to do something nice for but you don't want to spend a ton yeah. of money or a ton of time yeah. 
I mean, you're using up your scraps, scraps. too. Perfect. Lovely. And another gift that used up scraps, the Golden Pear Hat by Melissa Thompson. Adorable little baby hat. Again, using scraps, I used two different scrap color scraps of Madeline Tosh DK Twist. I found out the weekend after Mother's Day that my cousin's wife is going to have a baby. I had no idea she was pregnant and walked into the house and thought, oh my goodness. And her shower is in a couple of weeks and oh, I wanted wow. to knit. I don't know if they're into hand knit or if they'd appreciate right. handmade. So I kind of wavered a little bit. Should I make them a blanket or a sweater? And then I finally decided a hat and booty combination. Yeah. Because that's, that's, you can always use you can that. Always, yes. Yeah, it's not too <laughs> over the top. So this golden pear hat, I knit it in one evening. Charlene and I were at knit night and I'd cast on before we arrived and I bound it off that night after I got home. So I don't know, three and a half hours of yeah. knitting time. And it's a tiny bit of color work and it's precious. It's an adorable little hat. Highly recommend it. And that's a free pattern as is the teetoter pattern. And I also finished my clincher. So oh, Charlene has right. talked about this. It's a pattern by Ash Kearns. Great pattern, super simple knit with just a super clever I-cord loops on one end. So it's a triangular shawl, asymmetric triangle. So it's two long sides, one short side, and on the short side, I-cord loops so that you can actually take the point of the triangle, wrap it around your neck, and then just weave it through the loops mm -hmm. if you want to keep it on your neck, kind of cowl style. And you can kind of weave it through in different ways. Yep. You can weave it through all the loops or the top few loops or the bottom few loops and get different looks. Yep. It's brilliant. It's a great pattern. And it used one skein, I think, of fingering weight yarn for the body of the shawl. And then you could use any color stripe, stripes, any color, any color scrap scraps you wanted for, for the, loops. the loops. And I've seen some brilliant things like Nicole from Stash and Burn did the colors of the rainbow flag yeah. for her loops in different that scraps. Was it was beautiful. So, you know, you could do a contrast color. I did a contrasting gray. You could do anything you want you know that's I like patterns where you get to use your own creativity in it a little bit yeah and I had less yardage than was called for and I just knit till I was out of yarn for the the body. triangle yeah part. I did the same thing yeah. yeah so you can use lots of different yardages different yarns yeah work. and you could easily knit that with any weight yarn I think I think so too yeah for depending yeah. on the kind of look you want yeah. or what you happen to have in your stash yeah. you could easily use a heavier weight yarn and just get a bigger effect mm -hmm. yeah I highly recommend that pattern it was it was just fun enough because there's a four row repeat and I don't recommend you do it when <laughs> you're at your son's music concert <laughs> There's a trick to it. I forgot what it is, but there's a trick to it. I finally put a marker on the right side of it because you do increases only on the right side. And I don't remember. It was it was just enough that I had to pay attention to it. And if I didn't pay attention, I was ripping back a couple rows, which I had to do twice. So it was kind of funny. I couldn't even keep track of a four-row repeat. <laughs> oh, I'm challenged some days. It's a true thing. So that's what I have finished. That's quite a long list. I don't like the laundry list effect, so I hopefully I kept that short and sweet. <laughs> now, we, oh, before we talk about our next knit along, I did want to announce the winner oh, of the fabulous right. up, down, and all around stick, sti stitch. Here I go again, I can't stitch speak. Stitch dictionary. Thank you. 
by, by Wendy, Wendy Bernard. Bernard. There we go. So we interviewed her about just her design history, her fabulous personality shown through. And yes, we did talk about the book a little bit in our last episode. And we had 130 people enter for the drawing to win the book. And I have since received the book. I did order it through mm-hmm. Amazon when it was on sale for like $18. And we have Amazon Prime, so I didn't have to pay for the shipping. It Great is price. actually, I believe currently the number one book in the craft category excellent that is fantastic i think it's doing well awesome yay for wendy but i received it it's a very very nice quality book it has very nice hardcover front and back and a spiral binding in the center so you can lay that baby open and see each and every pattern and not have to you know prop your book up strangely or anything yeah we didn't mention that in the last episode well, we didn't know I, because and we, we had didn't a PDF. know because we hadn't seen it and i think it's really important to mention that because it's fabulous to be able to lay your book out yeah. flat like that when you're knitting you can have your book in front of you you don't have to put something on it to prop it up exactly it'll just lay flat and you can look and knit I like it. And you don't lose your page and have to go, you know, searching yes. through the book to find your page <laughs> while you're trying not to let your stitches fall off your needle. And you've all been there. But yeah, I was going to say, has that happened to us <laughs> before? Oh, I guess so. <laughs> but seriously, nice quality book. I brought it to Knit Night last week to show to Charlene. And I think we were unanimous in our decision that it was a very nicely done publication. So I do highly recommend it if you have any interest in stitch dictionaries because it's super useful. Mm-hmm. I will definitely be trying to swap out some stitch patterns in my future so the winner was number 21 who is amanda 4242 from albuquerque new mexico and her favorite wendy bernard pattern was labyrinth which is a beautiful pullover i love that pullover it's super pretty so congratulations amanda thank you so much for everybody who entered it was a super fun thread to read everybody's favorite Wendy Bernard Yes, it was. And please just contact one of us and let us know your mailing address so that we can contact the publisher and the book will be sent directly from the publisher to you. Yay! It was funny. I got a message from Carol, CDN Carol, after our last episode and she said I misnamed my last Yogini Bolero because I called it Yogini the second and she said but you've knit three so why did you call it Yogini the second I gave my first Yogini away as a gift so it was my second for myself so just had to clarify so people know I can count I really can count to three for our topic of this episode we're going to talk about the Colors of Fall Knit Along. We're going to do it again. So the Pantone Colors of Fall for 2014. So the color of the year is Radiant Orchid, right? Right. So Radiant Orchid, and there are at least five or six other colors. That There are two blues. There is a pink, an orange, a gray. There are... I want to say a green. There must be a green. I can't think of it. I can't visualize it right now. We will link to it in the show notes, but we're doing it again. So the theme is knit anything for yourself or for a gift using one of the colors in the Colors of Fall Pantone palettes. And your yarn doesn't have to be a solid color that exactly matches one of those. It can be a yarn that has tonal variation and one of the colors is represented in the yarn in some way. It can be a variegated or striped yarn that has the color in it somewhere. I brought yarn to show Charlene today because I wanted her opinion on whether or not these yarns would qualify. And sure enough, I think 
it's going to be just like last year that you can pretty much make any yarn work with the color palette. Yeah. Except for black or white. Yeah. This this one. <laughs> More this, pastel. This palette has a, a smaller range, I kind of felt, because there were two pinks and two blues. So I think it's a smaller range of colors, but hopefully people will be able to find something in there that they like if they don't like it like you were saying as a solid hopefully they'll find something in a tonal or a multi that will fit their palette lifestyle wardrobe right and I think I've heard several people kind of say they don't like this color yeah, palette exactly and I think one of the things that would be really clever to do with this color palette is to use one of the colors as a stripe or a border or the cuffs or working it in that way because I think that this color palette it's not as bright and happy as colors I would normally gravitate toward mm -hmm. I do like the colors but they they are not something I think I would typically wear as a top or a sweater mm -hmm. in that wide of a piece of clothing covering my body so there are various ways to work it in so right. you don't have to fall in love with one of the colors necessarily to make it work so right. And are we doing this the same as last year, that you make it part of an outfit? Yeah, I think that's, that's part of the goal. The goal is to get us all thinking about our wardrobe, our look, our style, and work in a piece that has a contemporary color, a color that's a popular color right now color that's in style for the fall we're thinking ahead for the fall so we're going to knit all summer if it takes all summer <laughs> and we do we're going to start june 1st and go through september 22nd mm -hmm. so you literally have all summer right so if you really like the colors or a color you can knit an entire garment if you aren't that inspired by the colors, find a way to work it in with something that does inspire you into an accessory, perhaps. And just think about how you will work this color into a fall wardrobe choice, into a fall look. And like last year, we're hoping that you will take the time to show us your look or your style. The whole outfit. In the whole outfit in a photograph of yourself perhaps if you don't want to be photographed then you can lay out the pieces and show us that was really fun seeing the way people wore their pieces yeah I a lot of people that. went through the whole you know they didn't just have the sweater with a pair of pants they had the shoes and yeah. the, the jewelry and the every little piece that they would wear together I, I really enjoyed that because I haven't been thinking about my wardrobe that extensively for the past few years and it's kind of fun to bring it back to that and focus a little bit on yourself. I, I haven't been focusing on myself very much for the past no, few years not. in terms of wardrobe. So it's kind of fun to see that and remember that dressing yourself can be fun. So. Well, and here's a very funny story. So I was looking through the finished picture projects of the Lysol tunic that mm -hmm. I'm knitting right now and click to page two. Oh my gosh it was one of our participants in the knit along last year oh and who knit this garment for the yes knit -along. she knit the Lysol for the knit along and I could tell it was for the knit along because she had laid it out on a bed with a tank top <laughs> beneath it and pants under it 
and she had knit coordinating socks that were next to it on sock blockers and she had her purse and her shoes also I think in the picture and I thought oh my gosh she (laughs) knit the same thing for our knit along last year and now I cannot remember what her Ravelry username is I want to say it's Java John Jana J-A-N-A R-N or something like that so I noticed it (laughs) and definitely so similar rules if you did not participate last year basically what we're doing is we will have a chat thread where we can all toss around ideas give opinions etc chat about what you're thinking of knitting etc and then we will have a finished objects thread please no chat in the finished objects and to qualify you do need to take a picture of your finished object whatever it may be with the outfit you're going to wear it with so whether that's on your body, on the bed, on a hanger, we don't care, but we kind of want to see. And if you don't love the colors, knit socks. Because socks, who cares if it's on your feet, right? So that's just one idea. But what else is I going to say about the colors? Oh, so last year I knit a boxy for mm-hmm. our... Didn't I knit the cobalt boxy for part of the knit along? I think I did. Possibly. I think I did. That's not- Oh, I knit. Oh, one of the sweaters I knit. I did knit Julissa, and then I you gave it to Kim. Sweaters. Yeah, I think yeah. I knit the boxy too. That sweater is one of the most worn sweaters that I have mm-hmm. because I can wear it casually at home. I can wear it to work, paired up with certain slacks. It's a multi-purpose garment, and I'm so glad. I never would have thought of making it an outfit, except for I had to for right. our knit along. So. There are good things yeah. that can come of this Definitely. if you're not fashionable. Like I'm not Definitely. extremely I think fashionable. It just, it's just gets us thinking a little bit outside the box, thinking about our wardrobes and focusing on ourselves, which is always Important. a good thing. Yeah. Even though I am a perfect example who doesn't do it all the time, but but when you can, when you take the time to indulge and really think about it, you can be very fashionable and very successful and 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 it's fun yeah it's fun and it's something that you made and I don't know I feel a sense of pride when I can Mm -hmm. do that and Mm -hmm. walk out the door feeling like I win I did it and we would love to see your progress absolutely use Instagram or Twitter the hashtag you can use is yarniax colors 2014 so hopefully we will see lots of things like that on Instagram etc yeah So we hope you are all excited about the Colors of Fall Knit Along for 2014. We really are. I already have a lot of yarns in my stash that I'm eyeballing as potentials. I think I have some really good contenders in my stash. So I'm pretty pleased because I'm trying not to buy as much yarn. We aren't buying as much yarn. We're doing really good. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I was very good for the whole month of May. (laughs) May ends tomorrow. (laughs) It's my daughter's birthday tomorrow too. So happy weekend in our house. So thank you again very much for listening. I hope that the audio was bearable with all of the interesting background noise. Yeah, and we did not see any whales or dolphins. It's pretty windy out there today. There are a lot of white caps, so it would have made it very hard to see any blows from whales or dolphins. I do see a couple stand-up paddlers that have been, they came from the Davenport area. They've gone a long way on their stand-up paddle boards, (laughs) but no great wildlife I don't think of humans as great wild. So. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of pelicans now, though. Yeah, the, the giant hordes of birds have moved along. They are no longer here, but we've seen a couple flocks of pelicans that are just yeah. gorgeous. So, very pretty day out here. Sorry we couldn't channel the dolphins and whales at you, but 
Hopefully we channeled some happy, <laughs> sunny Santa Cruz your way. And hopefully your knitting is going well and will continue. And you will think about colors of fall 2014. Hashtag colors 2014. Yeah, I should kick that off. I'll open the thread today. So when this episode goes live, the thread will be live. And maybe I'll take a picture of some of my stash that I think are that, colors that and kick nice, it off on yeah, Instagram. That would be so. great. And I'm Gailey Whaley on Instagram, and Charlene is Yarniac. So hopefully you follow us on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening, <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. Happy knitting. Bye. You can find us on iTunes at Yarniac's Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniac's.com. We have a growing Ravelry group, and you can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs. Goodbye and good knits. <laughs>